feels so good when we are so inspired and honored to do these shows. What's good, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. But this is a very special episode. If you're watching live, thanks for finding us at 3 p.m. on a Thursday. If you're watching on demand, of course, we value you also. This this is where we kind of throw everything into the pot. We're doing wins. We're doing team totals. We're doing exotics. We're doing a little bit of everything. By the way, if you haven't watched our first two episodes, they are live in your feed on this channel right now. I encourage you to check them out over the course of the next couple of weeks as we are exactly three weeks from today. Game number one, Lions and Chiefs live from Arrowhead. So what do I do when we have a show that's called Exotics? Well, you know, there's only two guys that I could bring to the table. Let's bring them in. You know them. You love them. Look at this motley crew. Are you serious right now? First and foremost, the man who's all of a sudden getting all these different shows. He's getting promoted. He's everywhere. I don't even know what to do. EC, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Coach. I'm just trying to follow up after our wonderful uh, HQ CBS Sports Network appearance on Monday where apparently I owned you, so I was told. I I don't believe it, but that's what the rumors say. Just because Buckets tweets something out like that does not mean that it's true, okay? And, oh, by the way, he went 2-0 this morning. If you're watching live on the show, AB, apparently the new graphics are really, really good for Buckets because he's already hit his two, and we needed a bounce-back day. Speaking of AB, in the chat already, you're calling him our five-tool player because that's exactly who he is. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. And you know what? Hey, well done, Buckets. I know everyone loved your new graphics. That was fantastic. And uh, EC, I got to give you credit. We are two minutes and 23 seconds into the show, and you already burned that promotion. So well done there. (laughs) Nice job. That's got to be a new record. I guess he forgets who I am when he's saying that stuff to me. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, Hill to top snake. Get your finger on that block button real quick because he's always come close and he writes this. Wow. Coach in the jacket in the third best looking is the third best looking. He's talking about our thumbnail that we put out on social media. EC, A, B and me. Oh, I think he should be a featured uh, poster now, coach. I think you should shut it. That's what I think. All right. Now, let's jump into because we got a lot. To, oh, look, your little baby brother is in the chat, EC. If you have any questions from an analytical standpoint, my man Specty, he's in the chat. Ask him anything you want. Now, he may talk over your head, but he will answer them in real time. Gentlemen, are you ready to get going? Let's do it. All right, our first category we're doing today in our exotics episode, we're talking team totals, and we're going to start in the NFC. So, EC, you're the new star of Hashtag The Crew. I'm going to allow you to go first. What do you like? I am not the new star coach, but we'll just roll with that. Let's start with the Giants under 7.5 wins at minus 120 on DraftKings. So, Brian Dable has a great track record of success. Wherever he's been, his teams have been great. But I think the Giants overachieved last year, and I'll tell you why they're not going to get this uh, over seven wins, nor even come close to making the playoffs. Listen to their first six games. Home against Dallas, at Arizona, at San Francisco, Seattle, at Miami, at Buffalo. How many wins do you see there? Two, maybe? I mean, the Cardinals stink, and maybe they beat Dallas or Seattle at home, but they're not winning at San Francisco, at Miami, or at Buffalo. It's going to be the start of a rough year for the Giants Sorry, Giants fans. I'm taking the under, rolling with that. So the other day on uh, HQ, I had mentioned that I really liked the Eagles. Coach and I agreed on that. We're going to play an alt total for their wins here, over 12 and a half wins at plus 185. 
Now, as I said on that show, I can see 15 and two. Heck, I could see 16 and one, assuming they can navigate this tough midseason stretch after their week 10 bye. They go at Kansas City, home Buffalo, home San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle. They lose one game there for sure. Do they lose two? Outside of that, I couldn't find a loss on the entire schedule. Seriously. So over 12 and a half, easy at plus 185. The chat is already on fire. Japan says, already a fade of EC's picks. Now, on the other side, Zach says, starting with the capper of the year, let's go. We didn't start with AB. We did not start with AB. And then my girl, Rebecca, she says, hey, Frick. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, Frick. You can say hello to Frack, too, if you want. All right, AB, I'm looking at my notes. And... You and I have been together for years now. We're boys. We run this brand together. So only you could start a show with an under, and I'm happy about it. Let's go. I I appreciate that, Coach. Yeah, look, NFC, we're going to go with the Saints under nine and a half wins. And let me start this with a trivia question. Name the Saints head coach. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, I'll wait. (laughs) Look, I don't remember. Dennis Allen Allen is going to be a 10-win team, the Saints. Look, I understand that the NFC South is not what it used to be. However, 10 wins from a defense that doesn't have a run defense here. Half the team feels like they're suspended. I don't know when Alvin Kamara is coming back. And Derek Carr, even though I like D.C., a brand-new quarterback in a brand-new system, I'm just not buying it. 10 wins? No. Give me that under. By the way, I didn't want to point this out, but since I'm the new star of the early edge on TikTok, AB, do you remember a little video I did on the Giants and how many wins they were going to have? Do you remember what I said it was going to be? Yeah. I said under seven and a half. Hmm. Somebody's taking my picks out there. Hmm. Very, Imitation very- is the most sincere form of flattery. <laughs> very true. Very true. Now, as we talk about the NFL, you know we get to work at a little network that we love to be at called CBS. And we're going to dominate the covers this year. And it starts in just a few weeks. It's great to have a partner like the NFL. And we can't wait either. Our primetime shows start September 10th, Thursday night, three weeks from tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. The Lions and the Chiefs will have all the best bets. Also, a little added bonus. We are adding a former NFL coach to our crew for the primetime games so he can tell you all about the defenses and the offenses and if our picks are good or why maybe you want to be a little careful. Phil McKagan is his name. Look him up. You remember him from Hard Knocks a couple of years ago with the Chargers. He's phenomenal. Can't wait to have him on the crew this year. Now, the Chargers, they were in the AFC. You see what I did there, EC? Next level hosting. We're going right into our AFC team totals. AB, I'm going to start with you, though, because as I look at your two picks, I love one and I respect the other. What do you got? Yes, sir. All right. So first, we're going to go with the Jaguars over nine and a half wins at minus 140. All right. It's a little juicy, but coach, the juice it's worth the squeeze, dog. Absolutely it is, because I'll tell you why. It's what I call the ding-dong theory, all right? The AFC South has the Texans, which might be the worst team in the NFL, uh, you know, kind of alongside with the Arizona Cardinals. Even though I like what Houston's doing, they're all young, brand-new head coach, not much going on there. The Indianapolis Colts, all right? The Jaguars get to play them twice as well. Yeah. That's four wins right there. Then they play the Tennessee Titans, which we'll get into them here in a little bit. I don't have a lot of faith in Tennessee. This could be five wins. It could be six wins in the division alone. Alone. They won nine games last year, and they're going to be better. And guess what else they have? 
They play two games in London. These are home games for the Jaguars. They do it every year. Everybody else is like, okay, we have to travel 13 hours to go play a football game. It's hard enough to do it two hours. All right. The Jaguars over nine, nine and a half wins. Take it. This team is going to be solid. Next. The Pittsburgh Steelers, and I hate to do it because Mike Tomlin is my dude. The Steelers are my team in terms of just out utmost respect for that locker room. But this team is not winning nine games. They're not winning nine games. Look at the division that they're in. The Ravens, a playoff team. The Browns could be a playoff team. The Bengals, a playoff team. That's six games right there that they're going to have to go against, not to mention the schedule's not simple either. I'm not buying into it. I'm taking the Steelers under eight and a half wins. By the way, I've just read the line of perhaps the year. The ding-dong theory. (laughs) A.B. attending E.C. University has cost you. (laughs) I was going to make a ding-dong theory joke about buckets, but that is so much funnier. That is so much funnier. (laughs) And along those lines, Frick, you're up. Where are you going in the AFC? Well, at EC University, Coach, as, as you would learn, the curriculum changes on a daily basis, much less a weekly basis. All right, let's talk about the AFC. I Listen, when the Cardinals made that trade with the Texans on draft night, everybody was saying, oh, the Cardinals are going to have the one and two picks next year. So how is the Texans' win total six and a half? Rolling with the under there, as AB kind of referenced, going to hit that under six and a half at minus 130. I, I just, listen, I like D'Amico Ryans. I think he's going to do a great job. But did you watch CJ Stroud last week? He was terrible. I'm sorry, but I can't play a rookie quarterback to, to get seven wins. I can't play Davis Mills to get seven wins, and I definitely can't play Case Keenum at this point in his career <laughs> to get seven wins. There's just no way. So I'm going with that. I count five or six wins max, so I'm rolling with the under there. Then we talked about this the other day, Coach. I'm going with the Dolphins over nine and a half wins. You'll notice a theme with some of my picks. You're getting even money on this one at DraftKings. The reason I like it is because I think two is going to stay healthy. I think he's got this new cushioned helmet that'll prepare him for all the hits that he's going to take. And listen, I hope he falls down. I hope he watches what Tom Brady and Peyton Manning used to do when they would feel pressure. They fall down and not take a big hit. Tua, I hope you were watching tape. I need you to hit this over nine and a half. I think Miami is absolutely loaded on the offensive side of the football. Now, defense, once Jalen Ramsey gets back, hopefully midseason, they are going to be a very strong unit. I like that over nine and a half at even money. I like the over two. What scares me is exactly what you just talked about. If Tua goes down, now those four wide receivers that all run a sub four three, who's going to get him the ball? That's well, with that said, me. Mike White in New York last year was not bad. So you know what? I'm rolling with Mike White to still hit this if Tua only misses a couple of games. If he misses a- like four like he did last year, we we're in trouble. A- Trivia B- question. Brought- Can yeah. you guess which – College Mike White went to Western Kentucky. No, oh, nice job. Nice job. He knows all the C team quarterbacks out there. Yes, I do. By the way, I don't know if you all you at home know about this, but the NFL changed its rules this year because of the 49ers. And now you can carry three quarterbacks, three quarterbacks. And there are rules on how to use them and if they really get hurt. But there's not going to be any more two quarterbacks go down and Christian McCaffrey throws the football. That's not going to happen anymore unless three quarterbacks go down. Now, I want to finish the show uninterrupted. I have let's get one more little thing out of the way because for all of you to enjoy this the way that you do, you guys know what I say. I got to pay those pesky little bills. Are you kidding me right now? The Big Ten and the SEC at CBS. Why would you watch any other network? 
That's my question. Now, I've never heard a more confident validation of somebody's picks than this. I'm going to tail all of EC's picks. He is the best NFL capper, I think. (laughs) I think. We're not sure. I think. Of course, it's your boy, Big Cheesy. Uh, Thank you, Cheesy. You don't have to think. You know. All right, our next little uh, department or section of the show, as it were, we like to call it exotics and props. That's the name of the show, but this is called win or point totals. Now, A.B., I'm going to start with you, but I only need you to give me your first two, any of the two. You start. Yep. Thank you, Coach. All right, so first off, we're going to go the Tennessee Titans to score under 343.5 points scored at minus 105. And let me say, every single one of my picks are available at DraftKings, so you can find all of them right there. And I'll tell you why we're taking under 343.5 points scored. The Titans only scored 298 points last season. And guess what? Their offense is going to be worse. They have arguably the worst offensive line in the NFL. One player, they're starting a tackle suspended for gambling. All right. Number two, all right, their wide receiver core, yes, they signed DeAndre Hopkins. It's still bad. All right. And Traylon Burks just got hurt literally on August 16th. This offense is going to be in rough shape. Uh, Again, Mike Vrabel could pull out magic, but I'm just not buying it. And then if you get past Ryan Tannehill, Buddy, you got Malik Willis, who they didn't even let him throw passes against the Chiefs, even though they almost won that game, weirdly, because of the defense. And you have the rookie in Will Levis from Kentucky. I'm not buying it. They're not scoring 50 more points than they did last year. Take the under. Next, San Francisco 49ers, under 424.5 points scored at minus 110. Now, they scored 450 points last season. But guess what? They did it. Well, half the season with Jimmy Garoppolo and half the season with, I don't know how they pulled that off, (laughs) but it is not going to look the same with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance out there. Again, I'm not saying that they're going to be a bad team at all, but Kyle Shanahan is going to trust his defense and they're going to run the football with Christian McCaffrey and protect it and use George Kittle and Juwan Jennings and the tight ends to protect it, play field position because they only gave up 16 points per game average last year. They don't have to beat you. 40 to 10, 17 to 10 will work just fine. I can't believe their number is 80 points higher than the Titans number this year. Quick chat question for AB. Would you bet the Falcons to win the division, the NFC South, since you're under on the Saints win total? Yes, and I'll tell you exactly why. All right, I used to work for the Tennessee Titans. They had a gentleman there by the name of Arthur Smith, who is the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And let me say this. I saw this man go get coffee and print out sheets for the coaching staff, and his dad started FedEx, okay? He could have bought the team if he wanted to, and he drove an old truck and parked in the parking lot and worked his tail off, and that's the kind of guy that he is. That's why he has so much respect around the NFL. They're going to be better than people give him credit for. This dude does not stop working at all, 100%. So there you go. There's the answer to your first question. If you have any other questions, I'll get to as many as I can. But, you know, I got to let my guys keep flowing. So as I come back to EC, <laughs> leave it to you. Leave it to you to throw all 30 teams into a pot, stir it up real nice, and come out with this. What do you got? 
Coach, I'm going to tell you, this is the best bet you're going to get all day on this program. And I, I, I can assure you of that. No offense to AB, this is the best bet on the entire show. Total points scored in the regular season under 12,495 and a half at minus 110 on DraftKings. How did I come up with this? I did do some math. I channeled my buddy, freaking frack, my brother, Spectre. So this has only been surpassed twice in NFL history. In 2020, there were 12,692 points. That's about 197 more than this total. In 2021, it dropped to six and a half points more than this total. Last year, there were 11,860 total points. Do you really see 635 and a half more points this year? I mean, AB just gave you two teams that are going to go down. You're going to tell me that you're, you're going to find other teams that are going to go up combined 600 and some points? It is not happening. The quarterback play in this league is not better. The offenses in this league are not better outside of maybe a couple of teams, honestly. Take the under here. I think this line is hundreds of points too high. I think it should have been around 12,000. The fact yeah, that it's 12,495 and a half. Coach, you got to hammer the under hammer. I, I hate to agree with you, but you're going to have two of the teams that are expected to start a rookie mm-hmm. as well. Indianapolis already announced theirs and the Panthers in all likelihood will announce theirs in the next what week or two. So when you have a rookie quarterback that also takes the number down in the Texans, I mean, with Stroud, if he starts, he's going to get some time. What are the Cardinals going to do? Start. I don't think he's going to start. I, I think really he don't. will start soon, uh, like yeah. week three, week four. What are the Cardinals going to do? Kyler Murray's not back until midseason at best. Colt yep. McCoy, are we going Clayton Toon? I mean, <laughs> you hammer under. You hammer it. And I love overs. Hammer the under. Quick chat question from Zach. A.B., do you like tra- uh, Derrick Henry to have at least 100 yards in eight or more games in the regular season? Uh, that's plus 140. Oh, yeah, I saw this one. Look, uh, yeah. I'll tell you why. Uh, Look at what he did last year against the Houston Texans. He averaged 200 yards a game against them. And, look, I spoke about their offense, their wide receiver core. Yeah, they're going to move the ball out there, but he is going to get every single opportunity to run the football 100%. Yeah, I like that. All right, well, along those lines, let's come back to you because you have two more win-slash-point totals that you absolutely love. Tell them to me. Yes, sir. All right. So first off, all right, these are both actually going to be in the NFC West, right? So we're going to go with the 49ers to finish 2-0 and against the Rams in the regular season at minus 110. Again, Sean McVay has had Kyle Shanahan's number, but you know what? He also had a better team. I don't know how they're going to go about beating the 49ers this year. I worry about the Rams. I mean, we all know they sold out to get that Super Bowl, and rightfully so. I, buddy, I'd have done the exact same thing. That being said, who's going to do it? Stafford? All right. <laughs> you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally, Sean McVay going to play. Look, they have Stetson Bennett out there. You know, the mailman, he's actually older than Sean McVay somehow. No, I'm kidding. But look, I, I don't buy into it. The Rams whatsoever. The 49ers, they're going to have to get every single win that they can, and they are going to go 2 0 against the Rams. Second, the Rams under two and a half division wins at plus 105. All right. Essentially, they have to get three wins to beat this bet. Who are they going to get three wins against? All right. The 49ers? No. All right. The Seahawks? No. Right. I don't think they get a win against either of those teams. So what does that leave you? The Arizona Cardinals? Guess what? They split with the Arizona Cardinals last year and all hell broke loose in 2022 with the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not buying it. Anything with the Rams, take them under two and a half division wins. I love both of those. Now, AB, you and I and Snake, we have meetings all the time. We talk about our talent. There's there's a little section that I say talent that needs to be laser focused and not get distracted, correct? 
Correct, sir. Correct. Well, EC's in that category. However, apparently while you were giving us your take, he was busy typing into the chat. I'm channeling my brother, Jason Spector, with the sharp numbers. Oh, but he wasn't done there. He then texted to Big Cheesy. What did I tell you about Morrell being the right-handed? We're doing an NFL show. It wasn't Listen, I, last night, but we're doing an NFL show. I got to celebrate my wins where I can get them, Coach. <laughs> coach, the other day he said that uh, uh, who's your boy, Talkman? Yeah, is the best leadoff hitter in the history of Major League Baseball outside of Ichiro. Outside of Ichiro, and he went zero and five that night. So, <laughs> uh, um, have we ever heard of a little guy that wore the number twenty four for the A's called yeah. what was He's his right. name? What was his He's name? No, Mike Talkman. What, what was it? Ricky Henderson. Yeah, Ricky Henderson. By the way, Ricky Henderson once uh, was in coach like two rows behind me a few years ago. And I was like, ah, he's the all-time stolen base leader. Give a first-class seat. Now, <laughs> I wasn't going to give my first-class seat. <laughs> a couple rows behind. All right, now, let's move on to player and team props. And this is where my guys are really locked and loaded. Now, EC, I'm going to start with you. Because, of course, when everybody else is going that way, for some reason, EC is going that way. You have worked the Chicago Bears into the show in a positive way. Explain yourself. Well, Coach, I really, after you know our discussion about them on Monday, they kind of stood out to me, and we're, we're finding it. We're looking for most improved regular season team, as is the category on DraftKings. Now, they are the favorite in this category at plus 210, but I'm going to roll with it. They had three wins last year, and I can see them. I can make the argument for eight or nine. That's an improvement of five. The only other team that I could find that was even close is the Broncos, who had five last year. They're the the number two choice at plus 425. Also some good value there if you're buying into the Russell Wilson comeback over uh, under Sean Payton. But I think the Bears, if Justin Fields stays healthy, a last-place schedule – I mean, I could see a minimum of seven wins and a max of probably nine, and I think that's good enough. That differential between four and six is probably good enough to win us this bet. And then I'm going to roll with, you know, you'll notice a theme here, Jalen Hurts to win MVP at plus 1,100. So last year he had 22 passing touchdowns and 13 rushing touchdowns. He had 3,700 yards passing in only 15 games. He had pretty close to 1,000 rushing yards. Could we see the first quarterback in NFL history to have a 4,000-1,000 season. If he plays all 17, I think we can. And if so, if he does that, he's 100% chance winning the MVP, Coach. 100% chance. 100%. Apparently, yep. everybody continues to disrespect my quarterback who just happened to win, win another one last year, just happens to be the guy that everybody in the NFL voted the best quarterback slash player in the league. But you want to go but with Jalen Hurts. A 4,000-1,000 season, even Mahomes. is. I don't care if Mahomes, he would have to throw for 6,000, and he still right, wouldn't get all right, it. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. How about right. we have a showdown? Whoever right. finishes higher in the MVP voting wins. Okay, let's do it. Uh, right. Snake, hit the music. A six-month showdown. Woo-hoo-hoo. What's the over/under AB on how many times we mention this? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, at least four hundred. Well, no, I'll tell you what it is. Just pull up that number of the points scored that EC had. 
12,000. I'm going to say this, Coach. Hurts outplayed him in the Super Bowl. And Mahomes got the MVP because the Chiefs won. But Jalen Hurts was the best player in that game. That's how the NFL works. He was the best player in the game because he had to be. We were playing from ahead. No, you were not. You were down at halftime. That they were down by 10 points at halftime. I was there, and I lost a good amount of money that night, so let's not talk about that. But Jalen Hurts is winning MVP. That's all I have to say about that. I'm sorry. My, sometimes my memory gets a little clouded. On mm-hmm. All I know is the trophy. I know where the trophy was. It was on that bus as everybody's getting drunk three days later. That's where the trophy was. All right. So, Easty, you saw two more, so sit tight. A.B., I'm coming back to you, big boy, because as good as E.C. thinks the Bears are going to be, you like another team in the NFC North to do some work. I do. You know what? We're going to take the Packers to have a winning record, all right, plus 165. Now, let me also bring back a coach that was in Tennessee, a guy named Matt LaFleur, all right? He finally has his problem out of the way, and that's Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. And he's got Jordan Love. And let me just say, people are all down on Jordan Love, and I have no idea why. This team has a defense. This team has a run game. Well, a little bit of a defense. They've got a run game. All right, this team is good. They've got pieces. All right, and I think that there's going to be a little – you know, addition by subtraction with this team. Everybody can relax. The uh, young wide receivers are actually going to get passes thrown to them this season. Uh, I'm all in on the Packers here. We need nine wins. Yeah, I think they get it. Very, very good. Now, do you have one more that you'd like to do here? Perhaps Derrick Henry as well, sir? I do. And you know what? That's my fault because I can't count. But you know what? What you can count on is Derrick Henry to throw one plus touchdown pass at plus 500. And I'm going to give you two reasons why to place this right now. First, he's done this in two straight seasons. Oh, number two. You know, his head coach is Mike Vrabel, the guy who basically Bill Belichick invented of people throwing passes that aren't quarterbacks. Vrabel loves doing this. He does it all the time. He enjoys it, and especially with an offense that in the red zone is going to look to get creative any way that they can. Yeah, take it. Derrick Henry will throw one touchdown pass at plus 500. This feels like an interception prop, you know, where you wait till the end of the game and you're like, please, please. Yeah. We get to week 15, week six. Derek, come on. Let it fly, baby. Let it fly. All right, A.B., hang tight. You got two more. E.C., I'm coming back to you. <sighs> Sometimes things just drive me insane. Absolutely insane. Now, I've gotten over the fact that this man left town and tried to just throw some blasphemy out there that Tua – is a better quarterback than number 15. All right. Throws a better ball. I don't care. What he, he does nothing better than number 15. But now you're getting ready to tell me this? Oh, I can't wait to hear the explanation for Tyreek Hill. You're up. Well, Coach, I mean, this is an easy one here. Now, the Offensive Player of the Year category, never really understood it. So it's like we're going to have an MVP award, and then we're going to just make up another award that we're not going to give to quarterbacks. Is that what this is? So let's roll with Tyreek Hill at, at 20 to 1 plus 2,000 on DraftKings. So he had 1,700 yards receiving last year with four starts not from Tua. He had Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater throwing him the ball and still had 1,700 yards. You're looking at a legitimate candidate to get 2,000 yards receiving. Problem is, he only had seven touchdowns last year. If he gets double digits and 2,000 yards, we're sitting pretty 
at this big number coach of, of 20 to one. So feeling good about that. And then let's stick with the dolphins. I'm going to say that they have a passing touchdown in each regular season game. And DraftKings is giving to this, giving us this at plus 1100 under team specials. So all 13 games that two have played in last year, the Dolphins threw a touchdown, including the one where he got knocked out in Cincinnati. Two of the four, they did it without him, but I blame Skylar Thompson solely for ruining that. Plus 1,100, Coach, if Tua can stay healthy. They've got the Western Kentucky alum, Mike White, who we've determined is the best backup in the NFL. I feel <laughs> great about this prop. I'm serious. I feel great about this prop. Tyreek's going to have a huge year, and we're going to get a Dolphins touchdown pass in every game. A.B., you know all the love that E.C. is getting right now. Here's here's where it's going to stop. Let me paint this scenario for you. Because we all know that we make a future. It drives us insane to watch it when it's a loser. Sit in your account until the end of the NFL season because they won't until it's announced, right? So as Tyreek Hill, when Tua gets hurt, and we know he's going to get hurt and has no shot at winning that award, it's going to sit there until January. Now, he has a chance to win the Dolphins passing touchdown thing, but it's going to burn and burn and burn, and that's where the EC love will end. In no-, no, see, I disagree. I disagree with you. Because if I put one, he enjoys it. If I put one unit on each one, which, I'm, which I have, if, if the Dolphins cashes, I'm still plus 10 units combined on those bets. So I'm feeling great about it. I can't wait till we actually, and I've been teasing, it's going to happen. But the ifs, the almost, we're just going to have a t-shirt that says, if almost <laughs> did, you know, that's the EC world. All right, let's get this back on the track. AB, I'm coming back to you because I like these two. And I love the fact that we have evolved so much that you can have these type of bets. Because five years ago, there's probably 80% of these plays that didn't even exist. And now we have them like your two right now. You're up. Yes, sir. All right. So first off, we're going to go back to the 49ers here that they will concede the fewest total points across the NFL in 2023 at plus 600. Guess what? They did this last year. They only gave up 277 total points. And like we said, they're going to need their defense even more this year. They're going to lean on it. They're going to run the football. They're going to punt the football. They are going to play field position. And guess what? Would you like a Chick-fil-A nugget, coach? Always. Okay. San Francisco, like I said, they finished first last year in terms of the fewest total points conceded by their defense. Guess what? They gave up less points in 17 games than the Bills' great defense did in 16 games, and the Bills' defense finished second in the NFL. That's how good this 49ers' defense is, and it's going to be better. All right? So that's the first one. Now, second, you know I love the no-fly zone. We are taking Kirk Cousins to throw the most interceptions in the NFL at plus 1,300. Now, this is nothing super negative against Kirk Cousins. However, when playing this bet, you have to choose someone who's going to play the entire season. So when you look at a C.J. Stroud, right, rookie quarterbacks, it's tempting, but you don't know how many games you're going to get whether it's Stroud starting later in the year or whether it's Anthony Richardson with the Colts starting and then they move to Gardner Minshew. But what you're going to get is 17 games out of Kirk Cousins. And guess what? Every single thing went right for the Vikings in 2022. They won the most one, what, one possession games. I think it was like eight or nine of them. 
That doesn't happen two years in a row. They're going to be throwing the football all over the field. They'll score points, but he's throwing picks, taking to throw the most across the NFL. I got to be honest with you. I have a newfound respect for Kirk Cousins after watching quarterback. I love yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. he took a beating. Beat. What he had to do in between games, right? AB was just amazing. Really was. And AB agrees. He agrees. Yeah. All right. TJ Parker says, I can see it now. EC, center of the t shirt. And then all these words floating around his head and then doing kind of the Brady Bunch thing with the eyes. <laughs> I could see that t-shirt right now. That'd be amazing. If, ands, butts, candy nuts, all that stuff. All right. Now we have arrived. Exact results. Now, these are plays that I don't care what EC says. You do not put a full unit on these plays because these are fun if they hit, but very, very difficult to hit. All right. So we're going to start with conference plays with AB and then finish with Super Bowl plays with EC. So AB. You are up first. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. So we are going to go first off the AFC South. Okay. A one, two exact finish at plus 190. And what that means is this. You have to pick the team that finishes first in the division. Pick the team that finished second in the division. Jaguars are going to win the AFC South. The Titans will finish second in the AFC South because the Colts quite frankly, are a disaster, and they're running back their best player. He's not even returning texts. He's gone every other day. He didn't want to be there. The Texans are not going to compete for this division. It is down to two teams. The Jaguars are a better team. Take them. Take this at plus 190. And then also an exact finish. NFC East, one and two. Eagles finish first. Cowboys finish second, plus 130. Don't even have to explain it. I love that so much. I love that so much. Now, <clears throat> there's a little reason I left this till the very end. And EC, I would like you to go third and do your last one last, if you don't mind. So you're up. Uh, all right, Coach, we're going to play exact results in the Super Bowl. Now, we know the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just going to spoil the whole NFL season for you. They're the best team by far. And they have a chip on their shoulder after what happened in this game of the of the shirt that I'm wearing. That's why they're going to win the Super Bowl. But I'm sorry, I'm not playing them at plus 800. I need more juice than that, right? So this is how you do it. Let's start with a couple of contenders, a little lower rung contenders here. The Eagles over the Dolphins at plus 9,000. That's 90 to 1. Are you buying into Tua? Are you buying into Tyreek Hill? They're going to throw a touchdown every game. And maybe they'll make a run through the playoffs. Why not? I'll take the plus 9,000 because we know the Eagles are going to win. Can the Dolphins win the AFC? Yeah, they, they could. All right, so the second team that can win the AFC, sorry, Bills fans, but I'm all with the Bengals. I'm buying into the Joe Burrow scenario once again. He is just phenomenal. I mean, you're looking at a future Hall of Famer, generational quarterback. Guy is an absolute star. Eagles over the Bengals? Sorry, Joe, you're not beating the Eagles in the, in the Super Bowl. So I'll take that at plus 4,500. That's 45 to 1. And then, Coach, I got to do it. I got to say it. Sometimes we have a need for payback. And that is what I believe will happen this year in Las Vegas. We will see payback. We will get the same exact matchup that we saw last year, the Eagles and the Chiefs. But instead of betting the Eagles at 8 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, I'm giving you Eagles over Chiefs at 30 to 1, plus 3,000. 
if that isn't handing money to everyone on a silver platter, I don't know what is. I'll tell you what is. A.B., apparently E.C. was unaware of a little meeting I was involved with late last week. And we were actually looking at talent that would be going to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas the entire week to participate on all of our early edge shows, which will be front and center. Now, EC was on that list until today. (laughs) So, EC, I hate to break it to you live here on our exotic show, but because of that one pick, there's a very good chance you will not be able to see the Eagles beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas because you will not be there. But are you still sure you want to give it out? Yes, coach. I am still sure because I don't lie to the people. I tell them what I think will happen. And I am confident that the Eagles will win the Super Bowl. And I am confident that the Chiefs will be close to the Super Bowl, but they will not win. So, sorry. (laughs) Now, I will say this, that if the Eagles win the way that EC has laid it out, if the Bengals and the Chiefs play in the AFC Championship again, then if you put – 100 bucks on each, you would have a big-time profit if either one loses to the Eagles. But the Eagles would have to win for this to happen. So I'm sure when we get there, we'll have a nice little showdown. Me in Vegas, you at home on your couch. It'll be a beautiful, beautiful thing, and you can root from there. All right. <laughs> Look, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know if I'm I serious. I right say. You don't <laughs> even know. I, I, I love the Eagles this year. And you know what? This is a great hedge say. opportunity. It's, not, it's a great hedge opportunity, as you mentioned, Coach. If they get that far, if it's Eagles, Chiefs, in the Super Bowl, I'm sitting on a plus 3,000 ticket. I'll, I'll hammer the Chiefs, and then I win either way. Ten units on the Chiefs, we're good either way. See, that's just that's just the easy way out. You cannot have it on both ways. You're not going to tout yourself. You can't tout yourself winning the Super Bowl and you had both teams. That, that, no, that's not how it works. Now, I will tell you this. Rebecca, my girl Rebecca, has a very good idea. She says in the chat, showdown on who goes further. Hmm. Hmm. What's our first showdown on today? What was the first uh, one? Who, who will finish higher in the MVP voting? Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes? Oh, so this just makes a lot of sense that we would yeah. have the same two teams. So, Rebecca, thank you very much. EC, are you in or are you out? Snake, once again, please hit the music. Uh, AB, I apologize. I don't really mean to leave you out of the showdowns, but I only like taking his money. I don't oh. want to of yours understandable and the best part is like you guys kind of made the same showdown twice right like whoever wins the first one's gonna win the second one i like it he didn't even realize i did that to him he's now it's now i know i know it's now dawning on him oh snap there are levels to this game as you say coach and now the tide is turning (laughs) (laughs) he says three weeks before the season starts (laughs) the tide is turning All right, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here's a recap, courtesy of the snake on the ones and the twos. In team totals, EC's got four of them. Giants to go under, I agree with that. Check out my TikTok. Eagles over 12 and a half wins, I agree with that. Texans under six and a half wins, why do I agree with that too? Then the Dolphins over nine and a half wins. If Tua plays the whole season, this is an absolute lock. AB, we're going under with the Saints. Jags over and the Steelers under eight and a half. If Pittsburgh has under eight and a half wins... Mike Tomlin will not get fired because he would have another job in two seconds, but it won't be pretty in Pittsburgh. Then let's go to the exotics. EC under 
It's the first time I've ever said this in my entire career. <laughs> Correct. 12,495 and a half. Can you imagine if it ends on 12,495? That would be hilarious. It would be amazing. Uh, it would be amazing. Most improved regular season team, the Bears, plus 210. Jalen Hurts, MVP. Tyreek Hill, Offensive Player of the Year. It's normally different than a quarterback. That is true. Dolphins passing touchdown in each regular season game. I like that one. And then Exactus. I can't even read these to you. I, I won't do it. My fandom will not allow me to do it. If you're listening on the podcast, it's just Eagles over every team that he picked. That's all I can say. Then A.B., we're going to go Titans under 343 and a half. 49ers under 424 and a half. 49ers to go 2-0 against those beat-up Rams who we don't even know who's going to be their quarterback the entire season. Rams under two and a half division wins plus 105. Sean McVay, welcome to Fox Sports. It's been nice. Packers winning record plus 165. Derrick Henry, at least one passing touchdown at plus 500. He's got 17 games to do it. 49ers concede the fewest points in the league in 2023. And Kirk Cousins throws the most interceptions in 2023 plus 1300. They'll be behind a lot. He takes a lot of chances. This makes so much sense. Then how about a little exact? Let's bring horse racing to the NFL. Jags, Titans, plus 190 to finish exactly 1-2 in the AFC South. The Eagles and the Cowboys to finish exactly 1-2. It's not an exact box. It's got to be 1-2. And then uh, where is Gene Menez when we need him? Both to make playoffs, parlay, plus 200, the Chiefs and the Packers. All right. Let's put those two together. Now, you all know because you watch every single day, and we appreciate that. You mean the world to us. That on these specialty shows, we like into every single one. Asking my guys, what's the number one most important thing for this they're looking forward to this year? A.B., let's start with you. Yep, I am looking forward to going to the Super Bowl because we bet the Chiefs to go up there. We didn't bet the Eagles at all. So, Coach, I will see you in Las Vegas. I can't wait for it. EC, we'll send you a T-shirt or something. <laughs> well, we'll definitely FaceTime call him from, from anywhere. Uh, what are you looking forward to, EC? Uh, rooting for teams not to score a lot of points, Coach. So I hit the ultimate lock of all locks, under 12,495 and a half total points in the regular season this season. Only EC would root for unders, unders, unders. What a boring thing to do. No, no, we want 6-3. We want 10-6 exactly right. every week. Every 6-3 every game, I'm celebrating. I cannot wait. Cannot wait for our little segment on CBS Sports HQ every single week. Coach versus Cohen. Or as I like to say, <clears throat> the boss versus not the boss. Or as I like to say, no, I'm not going to do anymore. That was stupid. All right. <laughs> oh, this was a lot of fun. Hopefully you had a lot of fun too. Hopefully you wrote down all of these picks. You still have three weeks to get them in. But what's our show called? Get them in early because numbers change. My crew changes lines. We know that already. This will be year number three for our NFL coverage. And we do it better than anybody else. So with all of that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, Lobo, EC, AB, and always on the ones and the twos, the snake making the show look like a million bucks. I am simply the coach trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. 
It's truly what we're all about. Let's have a year. Let's have a season. Let's go. Three weeks from tonight, right here on the Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.